Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. We have heard all types of thoughts about our business from other people as time has gone on, you know, yeah. from from when we started out to where we are now. And I think it's fair to say, like, a, enough people have expressed their thoughts and ideas to us that I've, I felt like we were qualified to kind of come up with our, like, little list of, like, myths about online business. Right. But these aren't necessarily, these might be myths that you kind of believe when you first start out, but really you'll notice these are things that people believe about you and your business and your business once you start trying to do an online business. So I thought it might be fun for us to kind of cover what we think the, the myths are and kind of explain our way through them so that when you finally like let the cat out of the bag that you're trying an online business, like you kind of get a good idea of what to expect people are thinking about you and your business. Not that it truly matters. But it will help to know that you're not alone in this, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, walk us through. What's right. the first myth? That it's easy. So, so many people hear online business and think get rich quick scheme. Oh, absolutely, right? yeah. And um, so I don't know if people necessarily intrinsically believe that it is actually easy, but they believe that you think it's easy. <laughs> or that it's it's easier or it seems easier than running like a real brick and mortar business. Yeah, yeah. You'll get that comparison uh, probably fairly often too, especially if you have like brick and mortar friends. Like there are aspects of it that are going to be easier than a brick and mortar business, but there are also a lot of aspects. And we have mentioned this in a previous episode, like at least with a brick and mortar business, you have the potential of people driving by, seeing you and coming in. When you put a website on the internet, that is not the case at all. Like people are not going to find you naturally for the most part. Like unless you get really lucky without effort, people aren't going to find you. So it's definitely not an easy business. And you, you know, just make it clear to anyone who's like, you know, do you know what you're getting into? Like, yes, I know. I know this isn't easy and don't go into it thinking it's easy. I know from my personal experience of being on all the different forums and stuff that there are tons of people that get on there thinking that money is super easy on the internet. And yeah, you can maybe get a few quick wins, but for the most part, like I see so many people are like, I need $2,000 by tomorrow. And it's like, <laughs> that is, unless you're like conning people you're and not gonna get $2, yeah, or like, or like selling body parts on the deep web, <laughs> like you're not getting $2,000. No. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not easy money. And oftentimes it's not quick money either. Which leads us into myth number two. That it is not fast. Okay. And it's not a quick business, right? Um, you can, that and, it's not fast or that it is fast? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, the myth is that it's fast, okay? Like, there are so many times I've built websites for people and, like, two weeks later, they're like, it's not working. And it's like, well, yeah. There's so much... Internet marketing is very, very different than real-world marketing. You know, back in the day, it was like, get your name in the yellow pages and you'd start getting calls eventually. Like... That doesn't exist. That's not a thing for an internet business. Yeah. You know, it is very much like 
getting a website online and being ready to take orders is like maybe a quarter of the battle. You literally got to get out there. You got to get people coming in. Or if you do like a business like what we've built, where it's a lot of like ad based, I call it the, the um, magazine and newspaper model where you publish content that's interesting and you put ads on it. That business takes years oh, it's so to sweet. grow. <laughs> I it, mean, we we had our, our stories, uh, our origin stories, the beginning of uh, our whole podcast here. We we talked about it was slow and steady for 10 years before you were, you know, able to leave your job. Yeah. And, um, and that's one of the funny things about our business. I'll see people all the time that are like, yeah, I tried to build the, a lot of times they're called AdSense websites. You know, I, I tried to build because oh, Google's ad program for publishers is called Google AdSense. So they're like, oh yeah, I tried to build AdSense websites and it doesn't work. You can't make money with it. And it's like, well, you can, you can make a substantial amount of money with it. It just takes a lot of work and a lot of time. To be honest, there are easier ways to make money online for sure. They just require more effort and more work per dollar. Right. And that's kind of why I like, I like the passiveness of our business, but it is, it, yes, you can get a full-time income rolling in online in about a year, but that's with an extraordinary, extraordinary amount of work. And a fairly decent knowledge base. Like you're not going to improvise it on your own for the most part. Like you might get, maybe someone got lucky, but without like a solid training course or like a mentor or somebody, there's too much to know in this business between like search engine optimization and all this other stuff. Like, yeah, it can be daunting Yeah, for, getting, for a completely new person. Yeah. Getting a full-time income built in a year is, it's a tall order. Yeah. Um, I know the other thing that, you know, made our business work out was we we didn't get discouraged when we saw little income coming in. Like we just knew it was going to be a slow process and we kept publishing and publishing and a lot of people give up early. They, they do. They uh, see the, you know, well, I haven't made money in two months. I've been doing this for two months straight. Where's my money? Yeah. And I would say that that's probably the number one cause of failure that I've seen in online. I mean, I'm, I'm a part of so many forums and groups, tons of people fail and it's because they quit. Like it, it's really, it, it's sad, but I, I understand it, right? A lot of people are used to seeing results after a while. You go and get a job. If that job didn't pay you for two months, you'd probably like stop going. And that's kind of what the online world is, is very much like, is you're not going to see a lot of money coming in very quickly at all. No, it's slow, but you got to just push through even when it's slow and, and wait for it to grow. So the, the next one, go ahead and read it off. Uh, next myth. And of course we just came up with these, but it, it's what makes sense to us with the, all the questions that we've had over the the years, but that it costs a lot of money to get started. Yeah. And so years and years and years ago, it was more expensive, but it wasn't expensive. Like it, and you can spend a ton of money building an online business. There's no question. Like I said, there's web hosts out there that cost, you know, hundreds of dollars a month. When you're starting out, you don't need that. You know, you can get, we got our first website off the ground for $150. And, and that was, with me being, you know, kind of being a little bit spendy, like for 10 bucks, you can get a domain 10, 10 to $15 for a year. You can get a domain pointing to, you know, blogger.com, right. you know, and you've got a website. Now, what really fueled this, this myth, in my opinion, was like 
we knew of somebody who did a case study where they bought a website and then they paid a group of writers, you know, thousands of dollars over the course of the, the, this whole case study to publish, write and publish articles on this site that this person bought. Yeah. And all the people that were following this person, seeing the case study and, and seeing what this person's doing is like, well, yeah, it's great, but I don't have $10,000. It was actually 17000 Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, he spent 17000 and um, and he gave his updates and everything. And he finally got to a point where I think he was making around one to $2,000 a month. He was still in the red. But he was gonna. He was on the course to get in the black really quickly. Right. He he was obviously a successful online businessman who knows you have to, to be this. patient. You have to keep going even during the slow, you know, growth period. And yet, all the people who are following this case study are saying, "I don't have seventeen thousand dollars." To get started. Like, I don't have that much money. And all of us veterans are kind of laughing. And he, he did, too. He, he's like, guys, of course you don't have $17,000. He's like, I do. That's why I did it this way. Right. Want to know what you have to do? Write the articles. You do it yourself. You do it yourself. Yes, if you've got money, you can throw tons of money at a website. Yeah. Know? I mean, if we had started 10 years ago just thinking... I mean, I guess sinking all of our money. I would have been homeless because right? it would have kicked me out of the house. I would have been furious. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you can sink lots of money into, you know, paying for content and getting people doing the work for you. But if you don't have money to do that, you do it yourself. And that's what we did. That's what that guy did. That's what... Pretty all much, pretty much all everyone's yeah no yeah. one starts off with like a whole team of writers and editors and stuff like you grow into that you do it yourself until you can afford to outsource and honestly like so i know some people are like okay well so it's not money expensive it's time expensive and it's like yeah there's also a lot to learn to do this business well and i think it's really beneficial that we've been through the fire of building this business doing all of like the grunt work ourselves, writing the articles, figuring out search engine optimization, figuring out on-page optimization and all this stuff, because now we can hire people and we know what good quality work looks like because we did it. We invented it in our business. Yeah, just just for fun, how many uh, articles do you think you've written? <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I know on that, on just one of my sites, I've written 500. Just one of my websites. I'm sure across the whole internet, I've probably written. It's painful, right? It is really painful. I've probably written close to 1,500 articles to 2,000. It gets a lot of articles. Yeah, but we didn't have to pay for someone to write. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah. I, I Opportunity would... cost. Yes, I get that. Yes, there, there's a lot of expense. And so many articles I've written and they're gone now because, you know, we got rid of sites that were underperforming. And I know we had a really solid one that was about like how to can pineapple. Oh, that was such a good article. And it did not. <laughs> I made the best article on the Internet about canning pineapple and it did not rank whatsoever. I did everything I could think of to get that thing to rank. <laughs> That's okay. We, we literally have, <laughs> we have content about everything. That Yeah, that was actually a, a funny question one time that uh, I was having a conversation with somebody and, and they uh, they were trying to, to um, I don't remember quite what, what the conversation was, but I'm like, 
I have an article about this. <laughs> she's like, no way. We're like, yeah. Really funny. We asked, we asked her what she searched for and she told us, I, again, it escapes me too. And we're like, yeah, we rank first for that. So you probably were actually reading our article. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So number myth three was that it costs a lot of money. Yes. It doesn't have to. Myth four, you have to be super techie. I mean, you've already been kind of telling us about, you know, how much tech is involved, like being really good at computers. Yeah, I mean, it can be as technically complicated as you want it to be, but it can also be as simple as you want it to be. And often, especially years in years past, um, the simplicity, going the simple route would usually cost you more money. But even let's say worst case scenario, it's, you know, you don't want to put up the, you don't want to buy web hosting. You don't want to fiddle with installing WordPress and all that stuff. Fine. You can get really decent hosting with a web page builder and all that stuff. You can like go to Wix and any of those other companies that, you know, make putting up a website super simple and you'll probably pay like, you know, 20, 30 bucks a month. Again, it's not expensive. Well, we can take this topic even broader and say, you know, how is it that there are tons of kids on YouTube making tons of money? Yeah. Do you think they're like whizzes at the computer? Probably not. No, they're I just... mean, the, it's, a, the, it's a hosted platform. It's super simple to, you just take out your phone and start recording. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing with live streaming. Like my live streaming setup is pretty ridiculous compared to what like the average person is, you know, like I have one service that lets me you know, put cool little graphics and stuff on the screen while I'm streaming. I stream that to another service that their job is to just spread it out to other services. And so like there's three or four different, I mean, there's at least four different companies involved in my live streaming. Whereas most people will just open up their cell phone and be on Facebook live and that's it. And that, and that still works perfectly fine. You, you like to complicate things just for the sake that of complicating them and that you can. Well, I can. And it, it, it allows a certain level of polishedness. Like it's really cool when I'm in the middle of like a live stream and I can tell people, Hey, you should check out our podcast. And then I can flip to a screen where my video is still on the screen, but then you've got these nice graphics and it's got all the URLs to our different, you know, web properties and things like that. So, but the fact is you don't have to be an expert at Technology, no technology to be successful online. No, things have gotten so amazing in the last 10 years as far as like hosted platforms. And I mean, you can, you can make your whole business off of like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I was just thinking of like Instagram influencers or whatever. Like they, I don't imagine they would come close to your level of, of tech information no all no. that all that boring stuff you got locked in your head <laughs> yep. yeah there's and i mean again you can get wordpress.com and i think they charge at least at the time it was like wordpress.com to build your blog or website or whatever and then i think they charged you 25 dollars a year to have a, a custom domain yep you know there, it doesn't have to be expensive to to have a website no nope. and it doesn't have to be that hard all right what's that next myth Ooh. I, I thought this one was really interesting. So obviously we already talked about the the immediate things that you might be thinking once you get started, that it's fast or easy, cost money, or that you have to be really techie. Now, the last myth we have is actually, it is only for 
people looking on to your business. Like once you've already gotten to that point where you're successful and you've been able to leave your day job, your cubicle, like Chris was able to, people assume that running an online business means retirement. Yes. It, it, so many people thought, you know, oh, cool. Like you're quitting you're, your you're, job. Like you're that's done. It. You've reached the end <laughs> of working. And it's like, no, I mean, it's... I think it's like a funny quip that maybe they would just want to say, like, congrats on retirement. I think part of it is that so many people have been sold this idea of, like, the laptop millionaire, you know. And, and it's true. A lot of people, they're called digital nomads. There's tons of people, singles, that, like, run off to Thailand or whatever, and they decide to run their business. Like, to be honest, if I didn't have a wife and kids... I could totally go do that with our income. I could just move to Thailand and work on a laptop, but I, that's not a fulfilling life to me, right. you know, but, uh, and so I think so many people get sold that, that idea and that vision from so many of the gurus that are trying to like make money off of their courses and stuff that people just get this idea ingrained in them that like, if you're making money online, then you are essentially like you work like 10 minutes a day and that's it. And it's not, not the case at all. I mean, a lot of the people that do the best online grind away and they work like crazy hours. I mean, so many of like the joke is with entrepreneurs that you give up a 40 hour a week job to work a 60 hour a week job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so it, it's, it's still a lot of work. It's just, it's a different kind of work. And yes, I can make my own schedule. I can wake up when I feel like waking up. I can stop working when I feel like I stop to stop working. I can, you know, go hang out with my kids or we can go to, you know, Bush Gardens constantly whenever we feel like it. But the moment that you're like, we, we have a team now like that we've hired and they run a lot of things for us, but that just means our time's been freed up to do other work do other work and that's it it's, we've we've not just all right we're done you yeah know, we I got mean, people running the show no we moved on to be doing more things and growing our business in other areas well and that's the thing if i spend all my time at theme parks eventually the you know the workers run out of work and yeah. you know i'm not making deals with people i'm not recording podcast episodes or yeah. you know doing all that other stuff that the 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 business would ultimately, yes, we have a passive business, you know, we're, we're building the active side of it, but we've built a really good passive business that still requires tons of upkeep and tons of attention to keep the earnings coming in or else they would start to decline and then eventually go to, I don't know if they'd ever go to nothing, but they would go a lot lower than they currently are. Right. You know, so it's, it's not something that you can just neglect. So, so yeah, you don't just set it and forget it. And then like your paycheck just comes in and everything's fine and dandy for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Like it's certainly not that, you know, while I love our lifestyle, I love the flexibility it offers us. We do put in a lot of work time, or yeah. at least we try to considering life is insane right now. So life like, circumstances, not getting know, as much in, in as I want right this moment, but that's one of the nice things about working this, this type of job or this type of business is that I can I have the flexibility that when life starts demanding my attention, I can give it that attention rather than like apologize to mm -hmm. you and good luck. I still have to be at the office. Yeah. So I would say it's not exactly like retirement, but it is like you're, you're quitting a real job and 
you're getting a lifestyle out of it. Yes. And it requires a lot of discipline and focus because it is easy when, you know, I could, I could just totally stop doing what I'm doing and have money coming in and, you know, eventually like start worrying about bills and stuff. But you know, that's where it comes in, like being an entrepreneur, being an adult, it's like right. going, okay, yeah, I don't have to wake up at a certain time and go somewhere every single day, but I still have to wake up at a certain time and do my thing every single day. Like you got to get in there and do the work. If you can't motivate yourself to, you know, do the work, then entrepreneurship isn't for you. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, honestly, if you don't have that mentality anyways, you wouldn't be at that point where you've been able to leave your cubicle job. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you will be in that desk forever, you know? Anyways, those are the five myths that we thought about that we've heard over the years and thought we would share that with everyone. And if anyone has any myths that they think we, we could talk about or that they've heard or thought of. Yeah, definitely. Share them. Yeah, let us know. Uh, you can either in the description of this episode, there is a link to the anchor ask a question or you can uh, contact us on any of the social media sites. So take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.